Hello and welcome to Hope's Dreams and Bedtime Routines with your host Amy Sell. On this podcast we're going to be talking about hopes for the future, analysing our dreams and talking about the most important bedtime routines because after a good night's sleep comes a positive day. This podcast is in conjunction with Rainbow Poochie. Hello and welcome to Hope Streams and Bedtime Routines. Today we've got the beautiful Kalisha with us. So introduce yourself, Kalisha. Tell us about you. Hello, thank you for having me. Um, I'm Kalisha Taylor and I'm a self-love mentor, um, a podcast, a podcast, sorry, author, and also a public speaker. And I help women that have been lost and disconnected from themselves reclaim their true brilliance so they can live a non-conform life um, of freedom free from suppression and free from um, oppression. That's lovely. I love that. So tell us about your bedtime routine. How does your bedtime routine look? Wow. Well, I'm on my five, first of all, so it needs to be a de-stressed one. Um, But usually for me, it's all about having just a herbal drink, one or two of those meditation music on, just really connect back to myself, who I am, hear any inner thoughts come through. And I love to journal. I feel as though just before I head to bed, there's always something that needs to come up. Um, And I also have a journal beside my bed as well, because when I get into bed, and you know you better start closing your eyes and just drift away. Something always seems to come through. So, for my bedtime routine consists of just a herbal drink, meditation, and just realign the mind and body and soul just to reconnect back to one again. Because the days are so busy, aren't they? Yeah, that's it. It's all about calming the mind, isn't it, before sleep? Exactly. Um, so, what are your hopes and dreams for the future? What are your daydreams for your business and where that's going? Right now, I'm I've currently, well, I've opened a heart desire of mine, which is to help women awaken and find themselves again. And I've not long launched my membership yesterday, which is called She Awakening, and it stands for Survivors Healing Empowerment. I, wanna, I want to, this is the birth of something global where I get to help women throughout the world reconnect back to their true authentic self. And my mission at the moment is just to go through and just drop seeds throughout the world, whether you're local or globally, and just letting women know that you are absolutely perfect the way you are. Whatever you've been told, whatever you've been been conditioned to believe, whatever is now your so-called reality, it's not true. And the only thing I am about is to get up every morning, which that's what moves me to get out of bed, not the money, is to just get up and tell people that you are fine, you're brilliant. Your unique brilliance is enough for you to get through in this world. That's all you need to do is just be yourself and let that shine. That's the mission, just to keep going. Um, I don't, it's nothing glamorous, but I know that every morning I wake up, I inspire somebody unintentionally. I know that I'm completing the mission. I love that. Absolutely love that. I think it's so important. And, and also, again, around sleep. I think when we know ourselves, it's easier to get bedtime sleep. We've not got that pressure or that, that fakeness and that I've got to do this and I've got to do that. Once you find yourself, I think it's so much easier. Absolutely. And it's one of the ones where when we keep suppressing ourselves and suppressing who we are, it's like when the night time comes, 
you I don't know about anybody else but I know for me I start to re well how I used to I start to revisit certain parts of my day and it's almost like you should have said that or the you hear that inner voice that talks as it replays and this is the voice that you have should have you know you should have said this is what you should have done how you should have acted and you know you can't turn back because it's already dealt with but it's almost like the inner that soul part of you saying but why didn't you just let me come out when I had a chance to come out but instead you put on the mask and you pretend to be somebody else it's not you yeah, that's it. And, and once that voice starts, it affects your sleep, then you stew on it and you worry and yeah. and then it just affects your whole day the next day and it can go on for weeks. I mean, I've been there before I found my true passion and I let myself free. It, you lay in bed and you worry and it's it's not just like that day. You start worrying about everything in the week and you just don't settle. Exactly. Exactly. This is what... This is where we don't get good night's sleep because we've got suppressed energy within. We now have that dis-ease that becomes a disease because it's just manifested consistently throughout the years in our life. It's become a root prom- problem. Then we have that trauma built up. Then we wonder why we're on antidepressants before we go to bed, sleeping tablets. We're, life feels so much as of, of... It's a complicated battle when really all you're doing, you're not fighting the world, you're fighting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And as a keen journalist or journaler, shall I say, <laughs> how important is journaling to you and bedtime and everything around you? It's non-negotiable. It's non whether I take out the literal journal to journal or whether I just grab a piece of paper, usually I'm writing down, say, a business idea, and that business idea will just channel into something, just something. And I call it the channeled writing because it's always you don't know where that writing is going to lead to. And I've noticed a technique for myself. But I won't say technique, something that happens when I'm channeling, I have two different types of writing. I write quite big, bold, and chunky. When I'm mm-hmm. channeling, it's a scribble. There's yeah. something that needs to come out. It's a literal scribble. It's the most italic writing you, you can ever think. And when you look at it, you don't even have time to think about what you're writing. It's just scribbled. There's no grammar. Grammar's not there. Spellings is not there. It's just something that needs to come through so journaling for me is just non-negotiable because it's that channeled moment where you let yourself just be free and relax you find out what it is that needs to come through yeah what are your top tips for people who are just starting to write in journals or thinking about it if you are thinking about journaling because i know in this space right now um sometimes it feels a bit like everyone's like oh we just jump on the journey wagon and everyone wants to talk about journaling but if you are going to start to journal and you're not sure if it's going to be for you I'll just say grab a piece of paper and if you don't want your writing just start with something like today I am thankful for and the next step is yeah this is what I when I first got journaling this is what I created for myself today I am thankful for and then I stated three to five reasons why I'm thankful for this thing. And I always realised after I stated why I'm thankful for this thing or whatever's happened, that's when the free flowing always came in because there's always something that you've just raked up that needs to come to light. So if you're new to journaling and you've never done it before, you think, what the heck is this thing? Just start by going within and ask yourself, what am I thankful for? And then don't be thankful for, okay, I'm thankful that I've got my children. Well, why are you thankful for your children? 
And if you can't say at least three to five reasons why you are thankful for your children, as an example, then you're not really thankful for it at all. You just lay it off the floor. It hasn't got to be perfect. Whoever gives you a perfect gratitude book to say, this is how we, 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 we journal, whatever else. No, it's just simply just allowing yourself to just flow. I love that. I love that. The only thing I journal is I, I dream journal. I analyse all my dreams and that's about it. But I do have a notepad next to my bed because I am one of these people with a slightly overactive brain that in the middle of the night will wake up with a really good business idea. So I'll write it down and then I can go back to sleep. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I used to, being quite creative, get up in the middle of the night, have a really good idea and then start it there and then before I forgot it. And it's like... No, you need to write this down. Start it in the morning and just go back to sleep. Exactly. I know. I remember my, with the dreams that I've had. Um, there's one that came to me the other day actually because I wasn't sure. Um, I knew that my business has always been um led from a place of soul, soul driven, impulse to like profit driven, and I make that clean everything that I do. I'm driven by the cause I'm at to make opposed to the profit. But I wasn't too sure because I was working with a, with a company who was going to help me get my business on a certain model. And I didn't like the model of being a um, community interest company because it was the fact that I become an employee. With my business idea, I now become an employee. So I wasn't too sure about that one. And a limited company, um, again, I would be the sole, the sole leader for it, but it was a matter of work that came with it. And I remember going to bed at night then that, that night and I was just like, what do I do? How am I going to run this business? Like, what's my business model? And it was in that dream the message came through that, um, what was it? Businesses that run for profit burn out easily. So I woke up next morning with the answer like, oh, I got it. I'm supposed to be doing what I'm doing, yes, but I can create my own business model. I can still be that sole-led entrepreneur, but I don't have to do it in the business model way that the world's created. I would be an independent um, sole trader that runs her business off the community interest values and not the traditional business way where it's all about profit. And I was just like, yeah. So through your dreams, you find the answers. But once you get up or if you can't wait, well, if your body allows you to get up at that dream, because obviously that message needs to be delivered, get writing that dream down because trust me it will manifest anytime between you waking up until a certain point it's going to come true yeah it's, it's that hypnotic state between waking and sleeping where we get all our good ideas in between the REM sleeps and and there's something called the hypnotic state which we get between sleep and awaking or you know going to bed like awake state and sleep state and funny enough i similar with the name of the podcast I had gone to bed had been asleep an hour and I sat bolt upright in bed and I was like hope oh, streams and bedtime routines and I was like right write that down and I fell back to sleep and that that was it you know it, it was like <laughs> well, obviously it's got to be that now I'm not even going to stew on it if I woke up in the middle of the night with it it's obviously what it's going to be exactly so how important to you is mindset when it comes to finding a good night's sleep oh non-negotiable like <laughs> if my mindset is not right we've got problems I find that if things are not gone right in the day and I've gone to bed on a mindset problem with self-doubt or insecurities that actually plays out in my night it actually comes through as dreams where I'm not safe people are always after me 
it's usually um I'm always held at gunpoint in my dreams. That's why I know that yep, you went to bed on a not a good state. You didn't do what you had to do. Mm-hmm. Um that I'd I would definitely say for me, if my mindset is not fully aligned, I'm going I'm going I'm having a traumatic dream state throughout. And I wake up in cold sweats and everything it feels like literally that was my reality. But it really wasn't just the dream state world. Yeah. Your subconscious letting you know that you need to sort yourself out, get back right. So we spoke about um this morning on Messenger, we spoke about you dreaming about your gifts. Tell us more about you having your spiritual awakening through your dreams. Yeah, so um one of my biggest stories I always let people know that I'm a survivor of domestic abuse and I've been out of that situation now for 10 years. Um, it took me five years to actually heal myself. And when I did come into that healing and awakening state, it was about, well, I came to, came to my awakening about 2019. And I remember when we had that CO vid that came in and I wanted to you're at home and I'm on these social media things. I'm seeing all the things. I'm wondering, well, what's my gift? Like, who am I? I've, what What do I do? And I remember going, remember sitting in my bed with a glass of water and I remember speaking out loud. I was like, guides, ancestors, universe, what is my gift? Like, I'm trying to work out who I am-ish, but what is my gift? Who am I? And the first night I got a dream that I was walking along a path and I was shuffling tarot cards. And I'm absolutely like obsessed with Oracle and tarot cards anyways. And I'm shuffling, just shuffling them. And I got to the point where on this dark path, I came underneath a light and there was a white card sticking out. And I was looking in the dream like, why is there this white card out of a black deck? And then my son, he was a baby at the time, he woke me up to sleep. So the dream disappeared. And I thought, for God's sake. And I woke up angry, like, what was that dream meant to mean? Did I know it was going to come back the next night? And it was the same thing. I'm walking on that path and I came exactly underneath where the um, the light was, the lamp outside, and I'm shuffling the card some more and the white card appears. And I'm looking at it like, why is there still a white card in the deck? And the next night, um, so that night, sorry, my son woke up. <laughs> and I thought, right, it's never going to happen. Like, I don't know what this dream is meant to be. But the third night, I was took back down this scene. And in the dream, like, why am I keep walking this path? And I'm back underneath that light. I'm shuffling the cards. And I see the white card just looking at me with the black writing on. And I was just like, right. And I'm going to pick up the card, just analyse it. Like, what's this supposed to be? Turn the card over. And the card says, I know. And I looked and said, I know. What's I know supposed to mean? Like, I don't get it. So I woke up to sleep now. I was like, I know. I know. What does I know mean? I only come to Google as I know as a spiritual gift means. And it was clear cognizant which is clear knowing. Mm-hmm. And I thought, right, <clears throat> okay. I was like, what am I supposed to know? How do I know what I'm supposed to know? And I thought, I'm going to give this a try and see what happens. And let me tell you this. I spent six months reading people worldwide through Oracle cards and tapping in and for them to come back and tell me, how did you know that? No one did you know that that's personal how did you know and I'm scratching like I don't have a bloody clue <laughs> don't know and that's what confirmed for me I know so I've used that gift in my life now where one when dreams come through 
it's always a message. So that's non-negotiable. I have to write it down because it was from that dream I realised that things happen. And number two, I use that intuitive, I-knowing gift to help people in their own personal lives. But I would definitely say it's through the dream state you receive the answers. Yeah. Most messages come through when you're dreaming. Exactly. We're too busy in the day, um, bouncing left, right, centre. But if you ask a question just before you go to bed and just be relaxed and open to receiving, it will come through in the most strangest ways. It's just like, it's unreal. (laughs) It's absolutely unreal. Yeah, always, like, if I meditate before bed, which I do a couple of times a week, and I'll actually meditate before bed, and in that, I'll end that meditation with asking the question just before I go to sleep, so that if there's anything I need to know, I mean, most people don't know, but I'm, um, I can see and hear spirit, um, so it, Normally, if there's anything I need to know from spirit or anything, like I always ask just before I go to sleep because I know that's when I'm most open. My my consciousness is shutting down. It's linking with my subconscious because it's the only time when you're asleep is the two work together that my mind is completely open to whatever's going to come that way. Yes, I love you said that as well. I also see spirit as well. Um I call them my little black shadows. <laughs> but I do see when they shift and I know that they're with me and there's a sign that will come and they will come through music as well. And it's quite ironic because in the dream state, especially as I'm about to get up out of my sleep, I will hear a certain line of a song play. Mm-hmm. And that's always the message is always in as well. So they'll probably give me some in the dream but as I'm waking up out of that dream state that one line will, will just come in and that's all I sing for the whole entire day and that's usually the message especially being in my business that pushes me forward because always channeling through always channeling yeah it's just constantly being open isn't it and but you've got to know when to switch off to get a good night's sleep how do you find as a busy mum getting the kids down to sleep at night um we have meditation before bed i do give them their herbal drinks i have taught my children how to journal before bed as well just to release how they feel um so again through gratitude look back at your day and what are you thankful for and i do have something where i call myself reflection work where if anything hasn't gone right for them in their day i want them to rewrite it rewrite their day again and that part of the scene what hasn't gone right I want you to rewrite it in a way that aligns to you. So they're like, mommy, is that not lying? I says, no, you're not, it's not lying. You just re, you, you, you're, you're twisting how you wanted your day to have been. So for example, if they've had an argument, they'd be like, oh, me and my, uh, me and my brother, we fell out and he said these nasty words. Okay, then right, change the nasty words. Me and my brother, we were laughing today. We were joking, we were playing football and da, 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 da. So you're not taking that energy, you're releasing that energy and transmuting into light. So you're going into bed now on a high vibration. And it's like, for last night as well, yes, we've got meditation on, but also if there's a song you want to play before bed that's going to raise your vibration before you get into bed, please put it on. So next morning, you're in a different state. And I asked them the other day, we've been practicing this now officially about two or three months, and I asked them the other day, like, how do you feel? And like, I feel more clearer, I feel more calmer. Um, and I'm not a difference in the behaviour. They co- actually come skipping down the stairs. 
with like life and hope and they're just different and they're just dancing away downstairs because first thing you get downstairs I don't care what you put on music wise just get your vibration off they're different they've got a natural release at night before they go to bed and you what I'm trying to show is that you can create from the start of the morning to the last thing at night how you want your day to go and going to bed in that high vibration energy knowing that you are in full control especially teaching while they're children we struggle as adults trying to relearn this thing but they've got it as children they can reshape the future from now and choose their own mindset in how they choose to want to think i love that most people just assume journaling and meditation is for adults and it's really not my daughter meditates all the time um she'll come she'll come in from the garden and go you're right she, yeah I took my blanket out there I was doing a bit of meditation my mom fine and i'm like all right okay <laughs> but they People don't realise that the younger you start bringing up your vibe and being more positive, the better things are for you as an adult, as you grow up and all the changes. You're more aligned with your body when the changes and the sleep. So I love the fact you journal with your kids. So many people just like, oh, it's an adult thing or, you know, and it's really not. No, just I just make, I just tell them it's like story writing, really. You're just creating a story. Um, but it's how it's not just just the action that you're taking it's how you're feeling that goes behind it that really activates it that's the powerful thing behind it and if i can get them to start with talking this word i think it's so negative and the world's shifting it's not it's not how it used to be anymore we've got some that's still in that type of world and that's their level of consciousness they have to awaken to soon um for though it's unfortunately it is what it is for my children and anybody else's children like has like yourself if we can teach our children there's another way we can then shape the generation to come yeah yeah we're going through the stage of like my daughter's 11 so we've got hormones and new school (laughs) and so we're doing the whole i'm doing the thing of please stay your unique self in september because i know it's like when you go secondary school you try and fit in here and then you try and fit in there and i'm like please don't just stay in your lane whatever happens just stay you we're going through the stage of making sure she's sort of this is my lane this is what I want to do stay in it don't try and be in this crowd or that crowd just be you exactly and for her like to connect to her I would say um because obviously I'm creating my own journal for myself and Mm. in my own journal it states one of the pages in there asks the question um who are you and what are you about and what are your values and that is the root of all of us. What is our values? And I think if we can raise our children in their values, where that is the deepest soul connection to themselves, as long as we can keep every day turning back to it, well, what are my values? So what do I stand for? So what does this per- what does this version of me want to show up as today? Each day, what do I want to show up as? And still keeping to our values. If I go back and tell my, my younger self, it would be this same thing then I wouldn't have had multiple personalities trying to fit in with left, right, centre, Tom, Dick and Harry. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I could go back to my younger self. It's all going to be okay. Just don't do this and stick with this, you know. But then I always think if I'd done that, I probably wouldn't be the person I am today. Exactly. It's an experience because we're supposed to be the change makers on this earth. So, yes, we do go for it. It's not about having resentments about what we've done. Um, it's just a lesson we've learned. And, you know, we're not trying to shape our children not to make mistakes because they are going to make mistakes along the way. 
it's taken off the heavy mistakes that we've made, um, which then takes, what, about seven plus years to then resolve it. And that's all we're trying to do, just shave off some of those heavy, harsh lessons. They can still walk the path. You're going to book it or whatever else. With my children, I tell them you've got door number one or door number two. I'm going to give you my opinion because I'm, I'm just your guardian. I'm going to give you my opinion. The next door is titled to you. You choose which door suits you and whichever, whatever the outcome is, that's either the blessing or the lesson you had to learn. So you pick one and it always works out. And also they bring that into their journaling as well. So they're also able to journal to say, today I've learned this. Win-win. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I think, and it's healthy to make mistakes because that's who we all become, who we are. But again, I agree. If we could take off those big, nasty mistakes and just guide them, you know, but what, I think we also have to kind of let them be them, which is where balance? most people don't. Yeah. Definitely yeah. Balance. So fine balance between, because it, I mean, in my house, there is only me and my daughter. So it's a fine balance between we're a great team and a really good friends to, Actually, we're also mum and daughter, so sometimes you have to listen to me. <laughs> it's a very fine line sometimes. Definitely. So tell us where we can find you, Kalisha. Give us all, all your Facebook links and where we can find you, and I will pop them in the bottom of the podcast as well. No problem. So I am on Facebook. That's where I practically live, and that is at Kalisha Taylor. And... Um, I don't use Instagram so much. So, yeah, it's based on my Facebook at Kalisha Taylor. That's where I hang out. I have a Facebook group as well, which is called She Awakening. Um, but, yeah, definitely them two places you'll find me. She Awakening, my Facebook group, or I am, sorry, or Kalisha Taylor. <laughs> I'm having a black blonde moment here. <laughs> well, we'll put all those links in the bottom of the podcast so people can come and find you. Thank you so much for popping on today, my darling. And um, have a great one. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Hope Streams and Bedtime Routines with me, Amy Sell. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more information on Rainbow Poochie, please join us over on our free community on Facebook at Bedtime Magic with Rainbow Poochie. Alternatively, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rainbow Poochie. And for more information on our products, please check out www.rainbowpoochie.co.uk And remember, until next time, after a good night's sleep comes a positive day.